everyone, welcome to Revive at Your Place. We hope you've had a fantastic week this week. It's so good to be able to tune in and talk to you. Uh, missing you guys like crazy. And uh, you know, if you need anything in any way, shape or form, we really want you to reach out. But we hope you're having a good time with your family, playing lots of board games or whatever it is. I mean, this is a great opportunity for us to really have some amazing family time together. And um, if you're on your own, you know, reach out to us because we'd love to communicate and connect with you and be with you. And it is a bit of a trying period that we're going through right now. You know, we're a week going into week two of um, the lockdown. And I just think that there's some great stuff that God wants to do in our worlds. I don't think that that's something we should be upset about or worried about in any way, shape or form. I believe God wants to do something amazing. Sometimes, though, it's quite difficult when you're going through adversity or you're going through what we're going through to be able to praise God in this situation. There's this difficulty at times when things are not going necessarily how we feel that they should, that it's difficult to praise God in the middle of some things. And I want to talk to you today about how to have a praise through, not a breakthrough, but a praise through as we go through this period of time or maybe other difficulties that you're facing in life uh, that God would help you to learn how to praise through it. There's this great scripture in Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 to 18 it says even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines even though the crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The reality is, is that when we're going through tough times, we don't feel like praising God. When it feels like everything's falling down around us and things aren't producing and the flocks are dying and all those things, we don't feel like praising God. But the reality is, is in that situation, that is the time we really want to praise Him. That is a time where we need to praise through our adversity. You see, there is a particular sound of praise that only comes out from someone who has gone through the adversity. There is a kind of praise that only comes out of your mouth because of what you've gone through. And it's caused you to have a voice that you wouldn't otherwise have no matter what else has gone on. When you go through the fire, when you go through the difficulties, you can really see what's on the inside of you. And we have to understand that sometimes God needs us to go through difficult times because there are there are periods or there are situations or there are times where God can only actually do in you by taking you through what you're going through. You can tell how powerful your faith is once you go through adversity. You see, you can have all sorts of beliefs about God. You can have all sorts of uh, values that you say you hold on to and what you believe about God, but it's actually adversity and it's actually fire that tests our faith to see whether we actually believe what it is that we say. Fire has a way of finding out where your faith is. In fact, I would say this, that ultimately the furnace of adversity does not uh, make you, it actually reveals you. That adversity doesn't make you, it reveals what's on the inside of you. The fire shows where you really are on the inside. And here's the thing, when we go through difficult times and seasons that we're in, that you can either lose your praise or you can find your praise. 
when we go through troubled times, we can either lose our praise or we will find our praise. You see, I kind of put it this way, that adversity, it's like it adds a verse to the song of your life. Adversity adds a verse to your story, to your faith story, to your faith journey. You know, a song changes in verses. Verses are a lot in a song, but the chorus always stays the same. And so our chorus is, is that we believe that God is a good God who does good things and is for us and is not against us. But the verses of our lives change quite often. And we can either add a verse to the praise of our lives or we can have it take away from the praise in our lives. Whatever you're going through can either subtract from your life or it can actually add to your life. The furnace of adversity cannot kill you. It cannot destroy you. It will either add a verse to your life or it will subtract from your life. But I want to encourage you in this season that we can add verses to our story of our lives, to the faith song of our lives. In fact, in the book of Acts chapter 16, verses 1 to 40 is the story of Paul and Silas who are thrown into prison for preaching the gospel, thrown into prison for talking about Jesus. And they were beaten, it says, and then thrown into prison. And they're chained up in prison. And while they're in prison, they're not wallowing in what is going on. But in fact, they, they start to have a praise party. They start to sing. They start to rattle the chains to get a little bit of rhythm going. And they start to sing and praise God. And in the midst of them praising God in their adversity, something incredible happens. An earthquake takes place, which breaks open the entire prison. All the doors pop open. All the prisoners' chains fall off. They're now able to disappear and leave. And the prison guard freaks out and he's about to commit suicide because he thinks, man, all the prisoners have escaped and what am I going to do? But Paul and Silas call out and say, hey, it's okay, we haven't left yet. Then the man end up taking them to his house, the guard to their, his house, and he mends their wounds. And, and Paul and Silas end up leading that whole entire family to Christ, baptizing them. You see, the officials could chain their bodies, but they could not chain their praise. The officials could throw them into prison and chain them up physically, but they could not chain up their praise. And what you understand in this story is that when you unlock your praise, you actually unlock you. When you unlock that praise that's on the inside of you, that, that ability to praise through what you're going through, you actually unlock you because as Paul and Cyrus started to praise, it unlocked them. When they unlocked their praise in that prison, the prison unlocked. We will either learn to praise through things or we will just go through things. And I want to encourage you that I know that plenty of you are praying and we should not stop praying. And I think as Christians, most of us are pretty good at praying through things. I, I just don't think we're very good at praising through things. You see, in Joshua uh, chapter 6, verse 1 to 2, when God's speaking to Joshua about Jericho, he says this, he says, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went in and no one came out. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. Hear that again. He said, Look, see, I have delivered Jericho 
into your hands, along with its king and its fighting men. Did, did you notice what God said to Joshua in this moment? He doesn't say, I will deliver you. He says, see, I have delivered you. The reality is, is Jericho's walls hadn't come down yet. The reality is, is that Joshua hadn't won the battle yet. The reality is, is that Jericho was not in Joshua's hands yet. But God didn't say to him, I will deliver Jericho. He said, I have delivered Jericho. You see, this is significant, significant because the battle was won before the battle began. We have to understand that God is the one who fights our battles. You have to understand that the battles that you are facing have already been won before they even begun. That God had already given Joshua the city and God has already given you the promises that he has promised you. See, I was dealing with something recently that I was praying about that was really uh, bothering me. It was really causing me a bit of angst in my spirit. And, and I was praying and praying about it. And then God gave me a word about what he was going to do, and, and which is awesome. It's always great to get a word from God about what it is that he's going to do. And there's a real security about that, that he gave me a word. And I knew that what I've been praying about, he gave me an answer for. The problem is, is I actually kept on praying about the situation even after God had spoken to me about it. And I remember God speaking to me so clearly at the time, and he said to me, stop praying for it and start praising me for it. You see, in other words, I had been praying for God to do something. He had given me an answer. Now it was time to start praising him. So even though the situation hadn't changed, he had given me a promise that it would. And so the job for me now was not to keep on praying for God to do something. The job for me now was to praise him through it until it came into fruition. You see, true faith doesn't celebrate after the miracle has happened. True faith celebrates before the miracle happens. True, true faith celebrates before the answer happens. You see, if it... If the miracle had already happened, it's easy to praise God after the fact. But praise is actually something that we do before we see the outcome. Because you know that God's going to deliver on what he has promised you. Sometimes I think, as Christians, we need to quit praying. After we've prayed through, and nothing wrong with praying, but after we've prayed through it, we need to quit the praying and start the praising. We've got to start praising him through. Quit asking God to do something and start praising him for what he has already done. You see, prayer and praise are both expressions of faith. But prayer is asking God to do something. In other words, it's future tense. We're asking God to do something in the future when we pray. But praise is believing that God has already done it. In other words, it's in past tense. We're praising him because we believe it's already done. And sometimes what we've got to do is we've got to pray through until we have we know that God's given us the answer, the promise, and then we've got to start to praise through as if it has already happened. See, Joshua, I have given you already the city into your hands. This is not a this is not a name it and claim it thing. It's not a it's not a confess it and possess it. I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that hyper faith. What I'm talking about is that is is that we're praising him after he's promised us. 
You see, this name it and claim it thing is somehow, I think, it's almost like Christian blackmail of God. If I say it, then God has to do it. Here's the thing. God doesn't do miracles to satisfy our selfish whims. God does miracles for one reason and one reason only. He does miracles to bring glory to his name. The reality is we just happen to be the beneficiaries of those miracles. What is the one thing or a few things in your life that God has already promised you that you need to stop praying about and start praising about? What are some things in your life that God has already said that he's going to do that for you, but it just hasn't happened yet or it hasn't come in the timing that you want it to be and so you're still praying for it even though God has promised you it. There are so many promises in the Bible that we don't need to pray for. We just need to praise for. There are so many promises that he will look after us, that he would take care of us, that he is for us and not against us, that you and your whole household shall be saved. There are so many promises that God already gives. We just need to start praising him for it instead of praying for it. You see, these are the moments in life where we need to stop pleading and we need to start praising. If God has put a promise in your heart, praise him for it. If God has put a promise in your heart, it's because he intends to fulfill it. You don't need to worry about whether it's going to happen or not. His timing is perfect, even though we may not understand it sometimes. And so we need to stop praying for it and start praising for it. You need to celebrate as if it has already happened. You need to stop asking because if he's given you a promise, he's already answered. If God has given you a word, he's already answered. If God has told you that this is all going to be fine, he has already answered. You don't need to be praying for it. You need to be praising for it. And even if God doesn't answer the way that you want, you still need to praise through. That is when it is most difficult to praise God, when it doesn't look like he's answered, when it doesn't look like things are going well, where things to be, seem to be chaos, when our finances seem to be under threat, where the family seems to be breaking down, even though God's given you a promise that he's going to bring it all together, that he's going to look after you financially, that he's going to heal you of your sickness. Those are not the times to stop praising. That's the time to start praising all the more because praise causes them to inhabit our circumstance. Praise is the most pure thing to God in the midst of adversity. And when God hears that, when God hears our praise in adversity, it's like a beautiful smell of incense to his nostrils. And, and I want to tell you that when you praise God in the midst of adversity and things going wrong and it doesn't make sense, man, God hears that. That gets God's attention. He hears the praises of his people. Remember, Paul and Silas were arrested. Remember, they were in the middle of a dungeon. Remember, they were chained. They had been beaten. But as they praised, you know what happened? Revival broke out. In the midst of their adversity, in the midst of their pain, revival broke out. They were beaten and thrown in prison, but their praise released the spirit of revival. It might be midnight, but they began to pray and they began to praise. If they couldn't sleep, their attitude was never, never is the devil going to sleep. I want to encourage you, man, don't let the devil sleep while you're struggling to sleep. You want to praise him in the midst of your adversity. You want to praise God, sorry, in the midst of your adversity. Let's not let him 
be able to rest his hands. Let's not let the devil be able to take a break because we're going to praise God. And when we praise God in the midst of adversity, the Bible says that he inhabits that, that he comes and builds his house in the middle of it. Paul started singing, Silas joined in, and before you knew it, they had a duet. But when God joined in, they had a trio, and the old jailhouse started to tremble and shake. You can bring God into your circumstances. You can bring God into your brokenness. You can bring God into the darkness. You can bring God in out of a beating that you suffered. When you begin to praise Him, God begins to get involved. If your problems keep you up at night, friend, I want to encourage you, it's time for you to start keeping the devil up at night with your praise. Let's be people that never stop praising him, no matter what the circumstance or the situation may look like. I want to encourage you this morning. I don't know everything that you're going through. I don't know everything that you're struggling with at the moment, but I know this. God has given us promises. Psalm 91 for us is a great promise that he will keep us safe. He'll keep us at peace, that he will protect us. We don't need to pray for it. We just need to praise him for it. That God is the God who looks after those who call him by name. He comes to their rescue. He is for them. Friend, I want to encourage you today. Let's stop praying for things he's already promised. Let's start praising him for it in the midst of our adversity. Hey, I'd love to pray for you this morning. I don't know uh, where you are at right now. Maybe you're going for a really difficult time and you're like, man, I, I just need to learn to start to praise God in the midst of what I'm going through. Maybe you've got some promises that he's given you, but it doesn't look like they're coming out the way that you want them to. But we're going to trust him that if he promised, he's going to do. The Bible says that God will finish off what he starts that he's not a God that lies, but he fulfills everything that he says. So I want to pray for you this morning, that you'd hold on to that promise, that you'd stop praying for what he's already given you an answer for, and you'd start praising him as if it has already happened for you. Our God is a great God. Nothing is impossible for him, and he's going to do amazing things in your world as you praise him through. Hey, let me pray for you just in this moment that the praise would start to come through. Yep, we're believing for a breakthrough and everything that's happening for you, but I believe the key to breakthrough is to be able to praise through. And so let me pray for you right now in this moment. Father, we thank you so much for every single person that's tuning in today. Father, I pray that you would help them to praise through what they're going through. Lord, that as we start to praise you as if it has already happened because of what you promised, Father, you come and you start to inhabit, you come and start to live in the promises. I pray, God, that like Paul and Silas, Lord, that as we start to praise you, that as we unlock our praise, that God, you would unlock us, that you'd unlock our families, that you'd unlock our community, that you'd unlock our nation as we begin to praise you for all that you are and all that you're doing and all that you're going to do. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your grace and your mercy towards us. In Jesus' name, give us strength to praise you in everything that we're going through. Amen. Hey, it's been great being with you this morning. We love you guys so much. Can't wait to hang out with you. Stay tuned to social media for everything we've got going on. Send us a praise request if you need it, uh, a prayer request as well, and we'll see you next week. God bless.